test the horses. However, for the purpose of this particular interview, this is also going to go into Turning Point, your lifestyle, your well-being magazine. And you never guess who I'm speaking to tonight, even though I'm dog tired, it's going to be worth it. Fully Carmen, um, lead vocalist from the group Champagne. Fully welcome. Thank you so very much. Thank you so very much. And it's my pleasure to be spending this time with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And Pauly, I usually ask the rather mundane and boring question of who is Pauly Carmen in a nutshell, in a peanut shell, or even a crab shell? Oh, oh, okay. But in a <laughs> shell, nonetheless. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Pauly Carmen. Well, I'm... um. Hmm. I'm a, a young man who is very much into music. It is my passion. It has been my passion since probably the age of maybe four or five. I come from a fairly large family, um, five boys and uh, uh, three sisters. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, and all of us uh, sang as we were growing up. And, uh, of course, we had little dance shows and, and whatnot at the home for our parents and their friends. Um, I'm one who puts God first. And um, in my life, uh, it's yeah. been a pretty joyous life for me so far. Fantastic. And uh, I, I, I love communicating with people and uh, making people smile. Uh, and maybe possibly tugging at their heartstrings from time to time through music. Do you think? Uh, <laughs> I, I, hope. <laughs> I try to, I try to stay one with the universe and, um, spread love in this world. We, we so need more love in this world. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's Polly in a nutshell. I could go on, but oh well. <laughs> Enough about me. <laughs> well, I think you're more a coconut shell, Paulie. Let's put it in that sort of capsule, most definitely. And, you know, Paulie, you said some real key things there about, you know, you're putting God first, you're at one with the universe and spreading more love. And all of those things really come into synchronicity with each other because it's part of that cycle of, of those three things. And listening to your music, all of your music, it is very much about love. And as I was saying before, you know, when I was listening to a playlist last week and then How About Us kicked in and it just makes me go weak at the knees after all this time. Because <laughs> and, and even when I, I watched the YouTube video, there is such passion between yourself and the, the young lady that was singing with yourself and the musicians. It was just this incredible harmony of love, sharing love. Oh. And that, that's, you know, and I feel that's why that particular track is still so very popular because it really touches, you know, our love chords. I love that, our love chords. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I love that, the love chords. Love chords, yes. I love that. And sure. And so, Paulie, you know, where did the name Champagne from the group originate? Okay, I started the group uh, in Champaign, Illinois. Um, I moved there fresh out of high school, uh, Champaign, Illinois is maybe about an hour from, uh, where I originally was born and grew up a place called Decatur, Illinois. And, um, but I came to Champaign and uh, I was in the midst of working with a, a, a bevy of beautiful, uh, wonderful musicians. 
And uh, we had a recording studio there in Champagne collectively. And uh, so I just thought it uh, so naturally appropriate to call the group Champagne, mm. uh, not spelled like the drink, but spelled like the city. And I thought that might be a clever little dry twist on the, on the word definitely, Champagne. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but, but everywhere we went as we were touring and our uh, success started to bloom and blossom, uh, people were giving us champagne to drink. Nice. <laughs> so everywhere we went, we, we would receive a case of Dom Perignon or, or, or something really wonderful. So it kind of worked out pretty nice. Uh, but I, I'll give you a wonderful small uh, uh, vignette. Our first platinum record was presented to us on our first international travels which was to London, England. Uh, When we arrived in London, they uh, presented us with our first platinum record. How about us? It had gone gold in the United States, and it had gone platinum in the UK, uh, which we had. It was completely all unbeknownst to us. We were just very hopeful after we recorded the song and, and did the video, the record company shipped us off to England and Paris and Brussels, Belgium, but our first stop was in London. We did Top of the Pops there. Oh, I remember that. Yes, back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so wonderful. And we were, the people were so warm and we were so wonderfully received by the people in in Great Britain and all over Europe, wherever we went. We were really treated very nicely and and very warmly and and with nothing but love. Nothing but love. So that's we got off to a great start with How About Us. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. And Paulie, you know, in terms of the musicians and your back, the backing singers, you know, what is the glue that's held you all together for so long? I know there's probably been, you know, a few people that have come and gone, but as a whole, what is the glue that's held you all together? What is that secret ingredient, if at all it's secret? Yes, well, in, in our instance, it was our uh, love for music. We all had the love for, for making music, uh, creating new music and new sounds. And we were so very excited to, uh, be an eclectic. Uh, we, we wanted our albums to be very eclectic and, and, and different genres of, and styles Excellent. of music on our, on our albums to make it interesting and, and not, uh, to be pigeonholed, uh, into one, you know, specific genre of mm. music. We wanted to bring it to the world and we wanted to spread our music and love around the world. And uh, we're very thankful for what has happened with Champagne Music. Yes. Um, yes. One reason I really am going to continue to uh, present Champagne Music around the world in my life. It's been very good to me, very good to me. Excellent. And I can see that. I mean, there's a happiness that flows out of you. And as you were talking about the name Champagne and where that came from and how people presented you with Champagne wherever you went. But I feel that there's such an essence to yourselves that, you know, I can just see you flowing out of that glass like Champagne. There's so many sort of different um, similarities in terms of the words the, the wording and the understanding of the word, because you, you guys have that, you know, effervescent um um, energy about yourselves and 
you know, did you ever dream um, that you would be would have been so successful? I mean, when you were younger and growing up, you know, did you want to get into the music industry? And then, you know, did you ever dream that you would have been so successful? Yes. Well, as a as a child uh, growing up, as I mentioned, all all of my siblings, uh, including my mother and father, we all sang and and danced and enjoyed music very much. Uh, music was a very big part and very important part of our lives uh, growing up, growing up as a family. We weren't we weren't uh, wealthy at all. We weren't even middle class. We were considered, you know, <laughs> lower lower income family. Uh, we grew up in what was considered, you know, the slums or the ghetto. But mm. uh, our family in, in our small neighborhood, uh, it's tucked away in a beautiful little lush uh, part of this small city called Decatur, Illinois, where we grew up. And um, it was just it was just mainly music. But my mother always told me, you have something very special in you. Mm. And... Don't you ever forget that. You have something very special. You are gifted. God has given you a gift in this music thing. So take it to heart. Uh, don't let it overcome you. But just take it to heart and let it be a passion of yours. Uh, now, whether I, I really thought I would make it in the music industry, that was something else. Because the older I got, the more I realized that the music business is a business. And yes. you have to learn about the business of music before you can really get comfortable with being in the whole uh, idea of being in the music industry. Yes. Uh, yes you really have to learn the business of it. And so that kind of put a damper on it for me because I was simply out for the fun. And doing music. And I learned, oh, now I've got to learn business. I go back to school. I go. <laughs> but it was a... It was a good starting point for me to learn about what I was so striving to be a part of and what that brass ring really was that I was trying to reach. Um, and then with the notoriety and the accolades that are hanging on the wall and whatnot and everything, you, you understand why you mm. had to learn it as a business and not just as a a hobby. Now, many people do do music just as a hobby mm -hmm. and, you know, just for something to occupy their time with uh, something nonchalant. But uh, with most of the people that I've been around and was raised around and, and have grown up with, uh, we all took it very seriously. And uh, no, I did not know that we would get the notoriety that we, that we got. It really, honestly, didn't hit us until we got off the plane in London wow. and then flew from London to Amsterdam and Brussels, Belgium, and all these wonderful places that we'd never seen before. Uh, we'd only read about these places in history books in school and whatnot. Mm. Uh, but to start off with a tour uh, of that sort of magnitude, and everywhere we went, they were telling us how our song was at the top of the music list everywhere we went. Uh, it was just amazing. It took a long time to sink in. It took coming back to the United States and being met at the airport with cheers and all of this because our record wow. had gone gold. And it was just amazing and fantastic and just blew our minds. Yes, it did. <laughs> 
at all. Not really. Oh, excellent. And it's so nice, Paulie, that you, there's still, a, you know, you're still humble with that because there's just so much joy around what you do. And yet in the midst of it, you, 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 you've got your humility. And I believe also a lot of that is down to one's faith and, you know, trusting in God, um, you know, leaning into the universe and knowing that there's a greater purpose that runs, yes. you know, through you and around you. And it's, you know, it's interesting yes. because... I the, the last issue of the magazine I interviewed a lot of Motown artists because it's six years of Motown that was celebrated at the beginning of the year, and you said something very key there in terms of well two things. The first was what your mother instilled into you, and coming from the background that you did, and how important that's been throughout your life. And then this whole thing of not just being a singer but understanding the business. Those are well, that's three things. Those are three things themes that have run throughout a lot of the artists that I've interviewed and I believe that's why you've all been so incredibly successful because you know you know your craft you yes, know man. yes and 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 you're absolutely right about that and you know I uh, people often ask me uh are you still singing if they don't know what, what we have out <laughs> you know, they don't understand what we're promoting uh you know online or that we're still performing at all and I always tell them, yes, I'm, I'm still singing. I'll always sing as long as I can. You know, as long as I'm alive, I will still have the passion of, of music within me. Um, we just, we're celebrating, oh, 45 years in the music industry. Oh, wow. I, 45 years in the recording industry uh, since I did my first album for Epic Records. Um, and it, 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 I'm so I'm so blessed. I feel so blessed to still be uh, a part of, of the industry uh, and our music being recognized as being classic uh, songs, classic uh, songs that you still hear on the radio today that we recorded back in the 80s. And it's just amazing. The other night, I was invited to come and see Diana Ross in concert. Oh, and she was so magnificent. And her voice was so pristine and so strong, and she's so beautiful still. Yes. You know, she is, and to me, what I consider one of the real living icons. Yes. And just to go see her was was such a privilege. I felt so privileged <laughs> to be in her presence. <laughs> yeah, it was just amazing. I had to keep just keep thinking in my mind. And, this is Diana Ross <laughs> in my face. You know? and I, I've met many. I've met many of the great artists of the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, from Stevie Wonder, Stevie and I wrote, hung out and wrote songs together in his studio. And, you know, I, I've met, well, just, I could go on and on. But, you know, when you meet the icons like that, it's just so precious. And you think, look at them and, and their lives are still whole and, and they're, the way they present them, themselves is still with such class and, and That's right. oh, it's, it's amazing. You want to be in that in that ring of people. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Be looked at like that, you know. Further down the line, she's seventy-five years old yes. just the other night. I know it was her birthday. <laughs> I had a friend in the States, um, I believe she was in New York, and uh -huh. I think this was a few weeks ago, she goes, oh my God, she goes, you'd never guess where I am, and she was absolutely in awe, and the, I feel the difference between 
when we're in awe of these, I would say these old school or classic artists, is that, like you said, they hold this elegance and grace, not in terms of only in terms of how they look, but you know, this internal yeah. elegance and grace, which I guess comes yeah. from years of experience and being, and. And yet nowadays, everything's so superficial and it's just, I mean, I know you have to roll with the times, but it's just a, a really sort of interesting contrast um, for want yeah. of a better terminology. Um, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. And, yes. and music has taken such a turn. Uh, here in the United States, you really have to go into uh, the sort of genre of music that you like. You have to go and find that nowadays. It's not, it's not presented to you on radio as it used to be. I keep hearing uh, that, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's so, so disheartening. It really is so disheartening because a lot of the stuff that comes out, I'll never talk bad about anyone's genre of music that they love or that they're doing. Mm. But it is so superficial and there's a lot that's just not really real at all yes and, you know you think about the real the real of what they call old school artists who really lived through difficult times in trying to bring their music to the that's people right uh, you know and it's yeah it's, right. it's amazing i feel blessed i feel blessed to be alive and to still be a part of the whole thing i really do and I guess this sort of leads on to the next question. I mean, you just spoke about somebody who's influenced you, because I was going to say, who who do you feel has influenced Champagne as a whole, which also which individual artists? Oh, well, yes, the ones that I've spoken about, for sure. Uh, Stevie Wonder has always been a staple uh, in our family of who we listened to as we were growing up. Um, all the Motown artists and, you know, uh, I spoke about being eclectic in our in champagne sound. I, I loved a lot of rock and roll mm. musicians. I loved Aerosmith and Jimi Hendrix. You know, and I, I, I do have a side in me that loves funky music and dance music. So I love Sly and the Family Stone and Funkadelic, oh, yeah. you know, yes. all those people from back then. And the whole Motown sound, the Temptations, and, you know, uh, uh, all of that. Mine was a real plethora of music appreciation as, as uh, my brothers and sisters and I grew up in the family because my mother and father uh, actually loved, my, well, my father loved jazz music a lot. So we did get to listen to a lot of very important, I call, important jazz, like Thelonious mm. uh, Monk and, uh, you know, Miles Davis. And he would, he would play these very uh, creative jazz minds. He'd play these on, on record around the house. And, and we got a, uh, you know, an understanding of how to appreciate jazz and where mm -hmm. it was coming from. And my mother was very much into gospel music. So every Sunday morning, it was gospel time. And my mother was playing all the gospel music in the house. So we came from a, a lot of different styles of, of music. And um, I'm, I'm just very appreciative of that now. And, and a lot of it rubbed off on me in many different ways in my songwriting style. Sometimes I'll see, oh, that's a rock song. <laughs> but then, uh, oh, not that long ago, I was asked if I wanted to do a uh, spiritual, contemporary uh, a gospel mm. album. And I did. I did one called Eyes of the Spirit. Okay. And uh, it's out. And you can, you can get that on all the different venues that, you know, Amazon and CD Baby and whatever and all of that. Yes. But, uh, all my recordings and uh, everything I did with Champagne is available out there now. 
website. I have a website called champagneband.com. It has all the music and all of everything. I hope everyone enjoys it. They go to it, take a look at it, listen. Fantastic. And I guess it's sort of second to last question, Paulie. As part of uh-huh. your journey, how do you feel you have evolved as an individual and as an artist? Oh, my goodness. Music <laughs> has been very important in my life to learn about how not to be. Mm. Um, or even more so maybe of how to be as a person in the world. Because, you know, as you grow you mature, your thoughts uh, hopefully mature along with you. And music has done that to me. You know, as a young person, I had my wild streak in me, probably like <laughs> everyone did. You know? and, and I had to curb that at one point or another <laughs> in order to stay alive to bring wonderful music to the world. So music has, has meant a lot to me in growing up to be who I am. Mm, you know. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And in mind in that, is there anything else you'd like to share about the journey? Something that you feel you may want to know about or just something you want to share with people to encourage and inspire them about their own particular journey, whatever that is to them. Absolutely, absolutely. First and foremost I would say try to put God first in your life. Find a relationship with the Lord and stay one with the universe. Yes. And if you don't know what that means just go and try to find out what that could mean in your life to yes. stay one with the universe, to put God first and stay one with the universe. One thing I would tell anyone that had notions of being in the music industry, it has changed so much since I first started my journey in the music industry. And I would think that the business of music will always kind of basically be the, the same in the fact that if you're a songwriter, absolutely learn about publishing mm-hmm. and songwriting and where your income is going to come from. Because if music is going to be in your life, uh, you know, God does bless us with discernment of how to do what it is we want to do with our lives. And when it comes to the music industry, you have to learn the business of, 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 it, of the industry itself. Because like I said, it has changed since I first started in the music industry. So be willing to learn, but never forget to put your heart into everything you do mm-hmm. and be yourself with it. Be yourself because copying someone will never end up being true to yourself. Definitely. So that's what I, that's what I would give everyone and love you all. <laughs> yes, fabulous, fabulous.